0: Let's teach you how to tell your friend their boyfriend or girlfriend sucks. <laughs> is that what we should title it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is actually what it should be.
0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the pod. I um, hope you're having a great day. I'm your host, Caden Fabrizio, and every single time you click on this podcast, we have a pretty great question for you, but today's question I'm excited about. I think a lot of people are asking this question, Um, but I just want to say welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time clicking on the pod, I just want to say welcome. What we do here is we ask a question simply, and we answer it as biblically and relevantly as we can, and hopefully give you some clarity on something that maybe is a question that maybe you're wrestling with or is keeping you from believing in Jesus or furthering your relationship with Jesus. Um, But on the pod today, I needed a little help with this question. And apparently, she's everyone's favorite on the pod. So welcome, Courtney Acuna, for coming on the pod.
1: What can I say?
0: What can she say? She runs this ish. Uh, Courtney, if this is your first time seeing Courtney, Courtney is a dear friend of mine also owns this amazing studio, also produces this podcast, um, and, yeah, we love her a ton. And, oh, also is everyone's favorite on Questions with Caden that we just learned.
1: Everyone just loves my Conspiracies of Court it's segment. It's true.
0: It's true, which here's your reminder. If you are a repeat listener and you're looking forward to the next What's Going On in the World and you love conspiracies, make sure you send your conspiracies to Court at Court Acuna on Instagram. It's right here. And uh, Courtney's going to be picking one... Conspiracy. I love
1: how excited I am.
0: <laughs> One conspiracy, a pot, a what's going on in the world, and during conspiracies with Courtney, she will be breaking it down for both me and Matt, and we'll discuss what that. And to clarify, is.
1: I'm not an educator. I'm just really passionate.
0: <laughs> just, just to clarify, she's not. Don't know anything? Yeah, she. She literally just thinks she does. <laughs> Um, that's the problem you don't know, anything, don't know anything but at the same time could possibly know everything
1: exactly
0: and that's what's intriguing
1: i love a good told you so moment
0: yeah i know my mom does too i think that's the reason she's i think in i the need to hang with your mom you do we should I've never
1: met your parents we need for sure bring your parents on the podcast hello should
0: we do that yeah my parents would be so nervous
1: should that's we do fine. It? We, yeah, do it. we might We have to do,
0: do a little it. parental.
1: I want to be on the episode too, and Matt should also be on it so that we can ask them questions Sh- about you.
0: Should we bring? Should we just bring them on? A what's going on in the world?
1: Yeah, because I feel like your dad would bring a really sound response uh-huh. to everything, and your mom will just.
0: My mom would just Dude, ignite everything. My mom would we'll be at like dinner, and we will be like, "Man, this butter seems like it's a little bit like colder than usual. It's hard to spread." And she'd be like, "Well, that's because Ukraine is." <laughs> And we're like, mom, we're at Cheesecake Factory. Can you not?
1: That is really She's funny. basically I wasn't the you that. she's
0: basically the you of the podcast in my normal. In life. your real life. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the I podcast. Thanks for coming on court. We're gonna attack this big question today, but always we have a few announcements. Number one, shout out Life Audio. We love you, go to lifeaudio.com. Number two, shout out UME Media. The studios go to umemedia.co, click on studio button, rent this ish.
1: We just lowered all the pricing in half.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you use Caden 10, you'll get 10% off. Mm -hmm. I just made that up and just made Courtney have to do that. So you get 10% off if you want to rent here. Um, Yeah, and we'll cover your 10%. Last announcement, which is the most important announcement probably, this Friday, September 29th, we have Yona going on at 7.30 p.m., in Upland, California, at the Highlander Auditorium, and we want to invite you to be there. If you are a young adult, 18 to 40, I just keep raising the age. Literally every single time you someone should. asks. I feel like there should be no age limit. I, at this point, it's starting to get there, to yeah, be honest no, with you. I'm literally like, one one Yona, someone brought their grandma, and their grandma gave their life to Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, dude, gr- yeah. Yeah,
1: this yeah. isn't a young adult thing.
0: Yeah, so I, yeah, at this point, it's like... I was just thinking that my drive here today, which is funny you said that. Anyway, come to Yona. We've got Yona nights going on, and it's going to be a really amazing night. I'm not going to say, like, if only if you're in Southern California, come. I'm going to say basically just come because there, I already know there's some people flying in. There's some people driving over six hours. There's been people who have driven over five hours, four hours, three hours to come. So I just can guarantee you this. I can guarantee you if you come, you make the drive. One, you could potentially buy some really cool merch, like this hat or Courtney's jacket. Two, you'll encounter the presence of Jesus. I can guarantee that. I cannot guarantee that I'll preach the best word of my life, which even though I might, I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee that you'll meet your husband or your wife. But but you might. But you might. I can't guarantee that we won't sell out of your t-shirt size. But I can guarantee that you will encounter the presence of Jesus. I think if anybody says anything about Yonah, they go and they, they come and they say, God was there and I, and I met him in a new way. And I think if you're hungry for the presence of Jesus or you know people in your life that need to come to a not church event and meet Jesus, then uh, you should bring them. Anyway, there's your invitation, September 29th. That's in two days, this Friday, 7.30 p.m. We'll see you there. Um, if you're a listener of the podcast, Courtney will be there. I'll be there, and Maddie B will be there. So you can come meet all of us, do a little like podcast meet and greet.
1: hey
0: heyo! Courtney will sign autographs.
1: Matt, Matt and I should do a conspiracy segment before it starts on stage. <laughs> should live. we do?
0: Should we film a podcast <laughs> in the green room?
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun!
0: A little conspiracy <laughs> podcast. Maybe we should do that. We'll have some hours during sound check. We can talk about it. Okay, right. let's talk about what we came to talk about. We're asking the question today, and this is why I brought Courtney on, because I needed a little bit of help.
1: Yeah, why am I here, actually? I
0: know. I was I, thrown right I, into this. I literally was sitting down to do a pause, like, you want to do it with me? I need some help. So we're asking the question, how do I tell my friend they're dating the wrong person? Or how do I tell my friend they're dating someone that's bad for them? And Courtney and I just want to have a conversation about that. I literally don't have any, like, Scripture for you, which is probably the only time ever I don't have Scripture for you, but I can guarantee you by the time we're done with this podcast, there'll be Scripture rattled off repeatedly, potentially in the wrong places, but it's in the, <laughs> it's in the Bible. I'll be—I yeah, can guarantee it. So I just think we should pray and we'll just start to have a convo about what this looks like because um, I have some thoughts. I know Courtney has some thoughts. I think collectively we'll have some really good thoughts, and we'll have a good conversation. We're not trying to stay here too long. Both of us have throat problems going on, <laughs> so bear with us if you hear a lot of ums. But uh, let's pray, and then let's let's teach you how to tell your friend their boyfriend or girlfriend sucks. Is that what we should title it?
1: Yeah, that is actually what it should be. Yeah,
0: all right, let's pray. Lord, we love you so much. Thank you for this podcast. I just want to thank you for every single listener that's listening right now or watching on YouTube. Lord, I just pray a blessing over them right now. God, I pray you'd give them wisdom over this topic as they listen to this podcast. God, I pray right now you'd give me and Courtney some wisdom over this topic as well. Jesus, would you give us heavenly revelation about what your heart for this subject looks like, Lord? Would you help us to inform and engage in a way that you would be proud and that would come from your own mind and own heart? Allow us to think out of the mind of Christ right now, Jesus, and just give us the right words to say, um, we love you so much. And we just pray that you would bless this listener tremendously. You would bless their friendships. You would bless their relationships. And we just pray that anybody that's listening to this conversation that knows that that they need to tell their friend, we just pray that there would be blessing over that conversation as well, Lord. So we love you so much, Jesus. We just invite you, Holy Spirit, into this podcast no matter where we're listening from right now. And Jesus, we just pray you begin to encounter us. Uh, we love you so much. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, court. How do you tell your friend they're dating the wrong person?
1: Well, my immediate thought is, is it any of your business?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So you
1: gotta you gotta really check yourself first with that. Bottom line, is this my business?
0: I like that equity.
1: Is the relational equity there? Yeah, that's for you huge. to call this out. And if it is, okay. Now we can continue.
0: That's huge. You know, yeah, that's huge. I think. I mean, I think, I don't know if you've been there. I've definitely dated people that was not good for me. Mm -hmm. And I wish more people would have said things to me. But, and maybe they even did and I just didn't listen. Mm -hmm. So in, in that vein, I'm trying to think through out of the perspective now, looking back, going, I wish this is what somebody would have said to me. And I think the number one thing that I would have probably received well if someone was like, hey, uh, Your girlfriend's like the worst for you, bro, is if somebody out of genuine love that I really trusted. So honestly, my closest friend came to me and like genuinely sat me down and said, we need to have a serious conversation, not just like little snippets or little like flippid comments, but like really sat me down and was genuinely like, hey, you need to, I need to talk to you about something because it's really important. And it, it comes from love. And I think I say that after you say, like, is it any of your business? Because there was some people in my life that were saying things that I go, I'm like, butt out. Yeah. Like, butt out. This is none of your business. Yeah, We've never had a relationship. We've never, like, been friends really. Like, butt out. This isn't about, I don't trust you. But if, like, a close friend would have come to me that really, 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 I knew loved me and I knew cared about me and would have said, like, okay, sit down. We're going to have a really, like, heart-to-heart conversation about this. I probably really would have listened. Um, and so I think that's a that's a good point. I think I think to to that as well. I think just because you're someone's family member doesn't mean you have the relational equity to say as well. Absolutely. Because I think there's a lot of families that like they cause there's division caused in families because families go, Oh, well that's my son or my brother or my sister. So I'm just gonna say this to them. But actually you didn't have the relational equity even in your family to like speak out and say that at all so that has caused division now because there was no equity which means there was no relationship there was no you didn't put in work beforehand that before this conversation to make this person receive what you're saying out of a place that they know is genuine and genuinely care for them yeah it just at that point it just feels like kind of like an attack yeah you know what i mean for sure what do you think
1: Yeah, I think that there's been time to think about my little sister. I'm nine years older than her, so there might be a little bit more of like a I felt like I was her mom, even though I wasn't Mm -hmm. vibe. But I for sure hurt our relationship over guys she dated because I was so fed up with some of them. Yeah. That it really hurt mine and hers relationship. And I'm sure if I would have inquired with the Holy Spirit a little better, a little more, that I probably would have held my tongue a bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's better to not say anything if you're unsure. Yeah. Like wait to say something until you have a word.
0: For sure. While
1: you were talking though, I just kind of had some questions that I think I would ask my friend because that's, you know, in therapy, it drives me crazy sometimes, but when the therapist isn't actually telling you something, they're just asking <laughs> you so that you can get to your own conclusion yes, yourself. Yes. I think that that can be a good route in the, in the, earlier stages of this like if you told me you were dating a girl and I heard a story or two that was like huh maybe I haven't met her you know like maybe I don't really know there's some questions I could ask maybe that might lead you to your own conclusions to make you think before I say hey I don't think you should date her
0: yeah I like that so one of those one of
1: those questions that and I do kind of feel like I've asked this before um to a friend is How do you feel when you leave hanging out with them? Mm. Consistently. How do you consistently feel after you hang out? Do you consistently feel up? Do you consistently feel full? Joy, peace, which I think is the number one indicator of a relationship being healthy or not healthy. Is your peace? How does your peace feel? If you get in the car and you feel anxiety or you feel like you need to cry all the time or you feel like... (laughs) chaos chaos is the opposite of peace if this relationship is chaotic these are all kind of red flag indicators and so i think if you have asked me this but if you were if we were having the conversation i think that'd be the first question is can i just ask you how you feel after you hang out with her yeah because it it comes across sometimes like you're in this kind of chaotic state i've never really seen you and like do you feel peace about this yeah You know, I think that would probably be my first go-to thought is how are you consistently feeling? And that's same like with friends too in general. That was kind of my friend indicator. Should I be friends with this person? Well, how do I feel when I leave? Yeah. I feel stressed out. Uh Like that was work.
0: I feel like, I feel terrible. Yeah. I feel small. I feel, yeah.
1: So same thing when you're dating someone. Like how does this person make you feel not while you're with them?
0: When you leave them.
1: When you leave them.
0: Directly after.
1: Directly after. Dang,
0: that's actually like, you got my mind turning right now. That's actually crazy. What's the next one?
1: The next one is, um, I think that we have to remember when we're considering if we should talk to our friends about this, or if we are wondering if our friends should or shouldn't be dating someone that they're currently dating, is we have to remember that none of us have arrived. We never will perfectly arrive. Yeah. till we get to heaven. Yeah. So something I would ask my friend to maybe uh, support a conclusion of their own <laughs> to try to get them to their own conclusion would be, okay, none of us have arrived, but do you honestly in your heart of hearts feel like they're headed in the right direction? Mm. Do you feel like if you were to leave their life, that their path still heads towards a life, towards the Lord. Hmm. And if you weren't in it, would that path stay in that direction? That's or would crazy. that path kind of go away from God? Yeah. Because I've definitely dated people that if I weren't in their life, they would never be at church on Sunday. I've seen it. i have never listened to worship music. As soon as we music. broke up,
0: not in church anymore, not living, you know? I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's that's another insane one.
1: Someone had to ask me that about Gray because Gray, when we first started dating, which I don't say this lightly, it's a one of kind of those exceptions to the rule. Mm-hmm. But when I met Gray, I was living a little bit of a wild life. And when I met him, he was not saved. And I wanted to date him <laughs> basically because of that. Yeah. And the second that I was like, oh, wait, I kind of like really like you. I felt like I couldn't be with him because he wasn't a Christian (laughs) and I, and someone who I very much admire spiritually said to me, can, do you honestly feel like he's headed in the right direction? Like if you were to leave his life tomorrow, do you think he'd end up spiritually saved sound and all of that? And in my heart of hearts, not to appease her, not to justify the relationships in my heart of hearts, I did. Wow. And I heard the Lord say, I had a word from the Lord. If you're patient with me, I'll work on him. Oh, wow. So I had a word from the Lord. Gray was tongue talking, saved, whatever, <laughs> literally like 60 days later. That's
0: so crazy. Um, That's such again, a like random exception. Yeah, e-
1: Exception to the rule. For sure. I've been on a few of these episodes and never mentioned it, like, other podcasts and never mentioned it because it is such an exception to the rule and mm-hmm. it's not something I advise. Yeah, no, totally. I don't advise. So you, it's a, you can take it out if you want. No, but I'll leave it. I, but that question was asked, but I think that question can go the other way, of course, which is kind of how I started the posture of this question. You know, if you were to leave, like, would they stay in their faith?
0: Yeah.
1: Or would they even just stay like... Stagnant? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you the only thing... Are you the person, the reason this person's like going? Yeah. That's not a good, a good indicator. Not at all. So I think that's something you can ask your friends. Um, and then I think you can ask your friends, where do you honestly see this going? Mm-hmm. Because if your friend's response is like, I don't really see it going anywhere. I'm just having fun. Well, meh, for them. Yeah. But okay, well then maybe it's not the time to be like, well, I don't think you should be with them. It sounds like they're gonna draw that. They basically just said yeah, they're, they're not gonna be. They're with drawing them. that
0: conclusion. Already. They're drawing that conclusion on their yeah, own. Yeah.
1: Whether how great of an answer that is, you know, I don't. You know, it's not the best. It's not the best place to see your friend. I think. Yeah. Because we value our. You bodies. could probably
0: follow up that conversation to that with that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> with like, okay, well then, what's the point? Yeah. And then they could probably answer from there as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like those. I think the couple of things that I wrote down is I think number one, I think you have to humble yourself and check your intentions before bringing this conversation to somebody. Mm-hmm. First, humble yourself, like you said, knowing you don't have all the answers. You're not the end all be all. Like, you don't have this figured out either. You're not perfect either. So, humble yourself, take a deep breath, like, don't act out of emotion because a lot of the times you see one of your friends in a relationship that you don't agree with and there can like bubble a lot of emotion in you frustration anger worry concern maybe they even hurt you because of this or hurt or you know there's these emotions that can bubble up so I'd say humble yourself take a deep breath check it like check your heart and check your intentions what's the intention of going to this this person and bringing them to this conversation is it because you're jealous Is it because that person had hurt you and you didn't actually forgive them and they're really not a bad person for this person to be dating, but for some reason they hurt your feelings and so now you're going to... Is that your intention? Is your intention because uh, you have a problem with dating? You know, like, you just need to check yourself before you go into that conversation. Like, what's my intention for this? I think
1: I can speak into the girls a little bit more than you because I'm a girl. On this, I, I have found myself before truly learning what, like, Codependent relationships or friendships look like. And I have found myself, it's not actually the same thing as jealousy. It's the insecurity of like, my friend doesn't need me anymore. For sure. And I think that girls kind of deal with that a little bit because we become like best friends with people and we can emotionally rely on those girls to like fulfill a need. And when they get a boyfriend, it is. I guess it is kind of rooted in jealousy, but it's more of, like, the, oh, no, I'm not needed anymore. Or, like,
0: they stole my friend from me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I think that that's just something to watch out for. So I feel like we covered the preliminary, like, set up for things you should consider before asking. But as far yeah. as actually telling your friend... Well, I actually,
0: I think... I have one more.
1: <clears throat> Sorry.
0: I think you need <clears throat> to take... I think you need to take time to pray about it. Yeah. I think that might go without being said but sometimes it doesn't like I think even in these kinds of conversations you need to take your time to pray about what you want what God wants you to say to this person
1: yeah and the Lord will tell you
0: yeah and he might tell you say nothing and he might tell you say this but you have to pray about it I think
1: how do you feel about like when you don't if you feel like God sometimes doesn't answer do you take that as a don't move until I hear it or do you take that as he wants me to figure it out I What's your, like, it, go-to move on that?
0: I take it as knock and the door will be opened. Keep knocking. I take it as keep knocking.
1: Like, just keep pursuing God for an I answer? Keep,
0: I will get an answer from God. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I see it. And I see it as um, sometimes I think that I think in our prayer life, I think God wants us to ask and continue asking because the, when, once we see that answer, we know it was only from him. So I think a lot of the times you have to keep asking, keep asking and keep asking. Why? I think it shows faith. If you're faithful enough to keep praying for this answer for weeks, I think God's testing your faith a little bit there. And then I also think that he wants to show his, his glory in that. So, so as well. from a
1: practical standpoint in this scenario, if you ask God, should I say something and on week one, you don't have an answer and you keep asking week two and week three. That means you don't say anything, right? Until you get an answer. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. That's my point. that Absolutely. I'm trying to get at.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So were you, t- were you doing that thing that you just said to do to your yeah, friends? Were you just asking you them? Yeah. Solid. No. What if I was just like, yeah, no, just go do whatever you want to do. <laughs> well,
1: I knew that wouldn't be your answer, but I just kind of wanted to hear like, cause for me, if I don't hear God, yeah, I'll keep asking until I do for sure. But I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. I had to learn so I'm not gonna do what I think until I get an answer. Yeah. It wasn't always my MO. I definitely have had to work out okay, I'm not gonna move until I get an answer. It yeah. was kinda like, Oh, I guess God's just like, You got this, take it, you know, go pick go, you go, girl. You know, yeah, like you whatever you thing, think. Whatever yeah. you're thinking,
0: you know your heart, you're good.
1: And I've definitely overimposed my opinion into some situations. <laughs> <laughs> In the past, yeah,
0: totally. We've all done that before. I
1: think. Inc- before like waiting on that yeah, that go from God,
0: get a little impatient, For and sure. then just send it. You just go, yeah, and then you go, and halfway through the conversation, you're going, "Ooh, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Whoopsie, no, totally. Yeah, so I think <clears throat> I think now we've kind of laid that like
1: foundation. Foundation. Set.
0: That's the like preliminaries. Now, how do you address the friend? <sighs>
1: If I've already asked some preliminary questions... uh huh, and Is
0: this the same conversation or is this a different conversation? This is conversation?
1: a different conversation. So
0: you're giving them time to think. Giving
1: them time to think.
0: And then if you don't see any change from what they came to on their own, and you've prayed about it and still feel like the Lord wants you to intervene and as their friend come and talk to them, then this is a new conversation. Yeah. Okay.
1: So relational equity established, mm-hmm. preliminary questions asked. Yes. So now some time has gone by, and I might have i might uh, share some things that i've observed from the relationship before i say this d- relationship kind of feels potentially like it's damaging you yeah or hurting you yeah it doesn't seem healthy how to get to that is a little hard i feel like but i would probably say like hey remember that one time i asked you how do you feel after you hang out with this person i feel like i've watched y'all date now for a couple months and I feel like you're kind of sad yeah I feel like I'm watching him kind of like pick away at who you are and that like hurts my heart for you are you okay like are you feeling okay and I think making it more about holding that person first before saying for making about the other person I think will open the door to a little bit more of a receptiveness that probably wouldn't have been there if you just like dart in with Hey, remember that one time I asked you about that guy? It's actually because I think he's a piece of yeah. and I really don't think you should be with him. You know, yeah, if yeah. you can really make it about the core reason of why you wouldn't want your friend to be with someone who is a not a good person or whatever, and the right person if they're the wrong person, huh? If the core reason is because you care about your friend, like lead with that. Yeah. Like I really care about you, and I think that there you're a little love struck right now and maybe not realizing some of these things that i've noticed totally and the root of those things need to be the care for your friend yeah it can't be you know superficial things that don't matter like i noticed he hasn't had a job in a couple of weeks yeah, yeah yeah okay well <laughs> welcome to just real life yeah actually. yeah totally you know you can't kind of impose your own depiction of what you think someone's life should look like it really has to be the reason you would speak up would be because you're worried about your friend
0: yeah the well being
1: the well-being of your friend so yeah. to me i'm gonna kind of reference back because i've already done some homework i've already put some bait out there i'm gonna reference back to those conversations and just be like hey i brought that up because i was concerned then and just to be honest i'm concerned now i don't know what totally. do you how do you think you would start
0: i think Maybe this is a preliminary still, but like I just think you definitely have to count the cost before you have this conversation because these conversations do potentially come with a cost because I think if you're if you're love your friend enough to have this conversation with them then like you love them enough to be willing to like potentially see this relationship either end or the dynamic shift Mm -hmm. because when you're coming to this person saying like hey the person you are in love with I think is harming you they can easily take that as like oh you hate that person and now they have to pick a side and they're if they're not in a healthy place, they may typically pick the side of the person they're dating. Yeah. So I think you have to count the cost. I would say. Like, you have to be willing, like, hey, a lot. I think a lot of people don't speak up about this because they're afraid to lose their friend. But I would say, like, if you love them as much as you say you do, then you're willing to potentially lose your friend to stick up for what you see is going on in their life. And uh, the reality probably is, is if this relationship is as bad as you say it is, you're probably going to lose your friend anyway because of what's going to happen with this friend and this relationship. And so you just need to count the cost of that and say like, what's more valuable to you? Like that you stick your neck out for your friend and almost jump on that grenade for them to see hopefully something happen in their life. Or you rather just like let them, run with the wolves and just see what happens
1: and in case we didn't like clarify at least in my head i'm not talking about married couples right now
0: <laughs> no shot no shot <laughs> that is a different, com- a bit of a different conversation not. i think well, we, we could said- touch
1: on that in a minute okay we could I, we can go there but we can go
0: there i'm not married so yeah. i'm not gonna like probably be the most vo- vocal on that subject but we'll let you go on yeah. that one but the question is how do i tell my friend they're dating the wrong person yeah. so
1: Just wanted to clarify. It is a
0: good clarification, for sure. Since
1: we started the conversation, I've had some married friends come to mind. I'm like, wait, 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 that's not what we're talking
0: about. (laughs) Red flags in marriage. Um, So to answer your question, what I would do, I think, you know, from a guy's standpoint, is something similar. I think I would probably ask those questions and then give them time. And then if I didn't see the change, I would probably, in a one-on-one setting, I would probably tell a guy, I'd probably tell my friend, like, hey, we need to have probably a serious conversation. Because it's easy for dudes to just kind of, like, shoot the breeze and, like, let yeah. things roll off the back. Of me. Are you sure she's right for you, bro? Yeah, bro, she's cool. All right, man. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then be like, dude, well, he's, she, he's the, like, falling apart. And you're like, I tried. But really, you're just, like, golfing. I yeah. don't know, bro. Are you happy? Yeah, man, I'm happy. All right, dude, I just want you happy. All right, thanks, bro.
1: Oh, my gosh. That actual response as long as you're happy yeah i don't want, i hear that so much i'm like that is yeah such an i don't immature... want yeah i don't
0: want you happy i want you healthy
1: there's such a freaking <laughs> yeah. difference of feeling happy right now dude people on cocaine are pumped
0: yeah facts but they're not healthy they're not healthy and it's not gonna it's not gonna sustain
1: exactly yeah
0: so i would say i'd go to my friend and after we've had those conversations already and i've asked those questions and i think you could probably ask those questions in lighter settings as well mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, just get those gears turning. But if that didn't happen, I would say, hey, bro, you wanna go like grab a bite to eat and grab a coffee or something and we'll talk? Just wanna catch up. And when we get there, be like, bro, I wanna have a serious conversation with you. Like, I, yeah. I think that this is important. This is what I'm seeing. I would preface, like, I only am having this conversation because I love you. You know I love you. Like, you know I've been here for you. Like, you know we've been through, you know, hell and back together. You know that we've grown up together. You know that we've. Seen each other date thirty people, you know. Like I know that we've, we've we've done in this, so let me remind you of our relationship, how much I love you, and then now let me tell you those questions I asked you earlier. I asked them because I saw X, Y, and Z, and I am still seeing X, Y, and Z. I want to bring them to your attention, and I want to tell you these things concern me because they're affecting who you are, who God's made you to be, what He's called you to, and your spiritual and emotional well-being. And sometimes even physical well-being. And you need to be aware of these things. And if it makes you mad, I'm sorry. I hope you know I don't hate this person at all. Like, I still love the person you're dating. Like, I just don't think she or he is good for you. That would be my conversation. And then see what kind of, uh, like, rhetoric happens between us both. Where we can kind of, like, dice this up and get to the bottom of, like, what's going on.
1: I'm laughing because I've had this conversation a few times. Really? Because I have really long-standing friendships, yeah. which I'm happy to say. But one time I started this with, he ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go well.
0: That's, yeah, this is the toughest way to start this conversation. <clears throat> yeah, I would say the best way to have this conversation is throw no insults.
1: No insults. I mean, there. yes.
0: Throw no. There's no... The eight
1: in me yeah. is a little bit like... I'm going to give you an opportunity to receive this as loving and sweetly as I can deliver it. But the moment that I feel like it's not taken seriously. but And I'm talking about like my true, true, close, close, close friends. Yeah. That know I would not be speaking up right now if I didn't have like a serious issue. Yeah. Because I will, I will pivot if I have to to... Hey, I just want to make sure like I am making myself clear. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned that if you continue in this relationship, I won't recognize you a year from now. Yeah, and that breaks my heart.
0: That's a hard thing to hear, too. That's will to like rattle them enough for hopefully they listen.
1: And I've had when I've s- kind of said that to someone in the past, you know, it did hurt them and it did make them because they know I wouldn't say that unless I really meant it. It made them take a step back. They stayed in the relationship and I know that they had a problem talking to me about the relationship for quite some time because they knew I didn't necessarily approve. But what I do remember clarifying and what I think someone should clarify is if this person stays exactly the same, this is exactly how I feel. Yeah. I believe that God can do anything and anyone just like they did in my husband. Point blank. Mm hmm. But time will tell. And when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of trust building to get to a place of. You really think that that person is not the same person that they were a year ago? Because they've showed you who they are. Please believe them. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Yeah. And this is just what it is. And it might take Lou I've lost a friend that didn't we're not friends anymore mm-hmm. and they're still together wow and i my heart breaks for them cuz like it's n- cuz then it's hard i feel friend guilt for being like i wish i could be there for them mm-hmm. in the season i know it can't be easy i know i can't like they won't let me in i also meant what i said so like you know it is what it is and i don't it's not that i don't approve it's that
0: i'm not gonna apologize for what i said exactly and
1: if the truth is this person isn't a good person for you again this isn't marriage like this isn't marriage this is persons choosing to stay in a dysfunctional relationship and christians can be pretty dang dysfunctional just (laughs) because they're this is a flip side just because they're a christian doesn't mean that there is not serious Wounds that need to be healed that are going to leak into your friend's life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where it comes in as a hard part, even more so, is when the other person's a Christian too and they're just completely rejecting the healing transformation process. It almost, like, makes it worse. There's, like, less... Mm -hmm. It's, like, if someone's not a Christian and maybe that's the reason you're trying to tell your friend, like, hey, this is getting really serious. Like, are you sure you want to pursue this? At least there's major opportunity for that person to, like get radically saved possibly it's not really a hope you want to play your cards on but (laughs) it is like at least there's maybe this chance whereas when a person's like a christian but they're wallowing in their pain and they're not they've shown you that that's who their character is and they're going to stay a victim and they're not showing any signs of healing or restoration that is what your friend might come into covenant with that's scary like that's a sad thought so i it's like the longer it goes on, I think the more honest you have to be as long as the honesty is welcomed. Because yeah. that is puzzling to me when people welcome honesty, but they don't listen to it.
0: Yeah, it is interesting.
1: It actually drives me a little bit up the wall.
0: How, how, when do you think the time, the correct and appropriate time to bring up this conversation is in, when you see your friend dating somebody? Like, because for me, I'm thinking... You know what? They've gone on four dates, and I'm going to bring it up. Like, you know, like, don't you want to like, give it time? Okay,
1: I'm going to I'm going to use a real story.
0: Yeah, please do, because I, I I do I am thinking this, and that's that was a genuine question because I'm trying to think through my mind, how much time would I give a relationship in my friend's life before I intervened?
1: Yeah, yeah. I so I have a friend. Her name is Kendra.
0: Are you going to drop? The I'm going to drop her name
1: because the story ends up good.
0: Okay, okay. And she'd be cool. This with This is a different friend. Yeah. Okay.
1: Different whole scenario. She's so sweet. She's stunning, beautiful. Meets this guy on an app. This girl is so cute. She falls in love real quick though. You uh, know?
0: Yeah, too quick. Too quick. Yeah.
1: So, when she met this guy and was like head over heels, we were all like, "No! Not this quick, you know?" Yeah,
0: slow down, Slowed Kendra. Slow down.
1: So we're like, "Fine. We'll go meet like we'll all go hang out with him." And he was such a jerk. Such a jerk that mm. I was I I said something, someone else said something. It was, like, kind of a thing, and she was, like, okay, I hear you. Hung out again, and I was, like, I don't know what to tell you, but he's still a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) And this was probably, like, they had been together for a couple of months at this point. I had hung out with him twice. And this time her response was, I don't know what it is, but he acts really insecure around y'all. I think because he knows you don't approve, so it, like, makes it worse. And I was, like, okay, even worse (laughs) Yeah. I was like, it's it's a worse red justifying. flag. Yeah. yeah, whatever.
0: Oh, it's it's my friend's fault. You're a jerk. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then they get married. I'm in the wedding, and I fell in love with him. The You've... wedding season. I like uh, for my friend.
0: Oh, like you love him now.
1: I'm a I love him.
0: What? I love
1: him. I love what him. What happened? I don't know. My point in like going through all of that is I was honest with my friend. I told her my red flags. She also has the Holy Spirit inside of her and was able to say, like, I hear you and I really value that. And I will now put that lens on and look through that lens until I figure out what I need to figure out.
0: So and, I'll go ask him the questions, and when he comes back and says, I feel a little insecure around them.
1: Yeah, or draw her own conclusions or whatever she needs to do. Like, she really did her homework because we are good friends. She took me in. I wasn't the only person that said something. Yeah. Um, but she knew that he was her husband.
0: And, and now everyone loves him?
1: Oh, my gosh. Gray loves him, too. We, like, spent—because I had to fly <laughs> what? in.
0: <laughs> what happened?
1: I I think there must have been truth to what she said that like yeah. that he and I am a little bit intimidating as a friend, like as someone yeah. dating like my friend. But you got
0: like that RBF on lock.
1: Gosh, I know. I wish I could like, <laughs> seeing myself on these videos, I wish I could like Botox a smile on my face. It's bad. I used to just like be like, oh, that's how I am. Now I see these videos. I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder everyone thinks I'm such a jerk. Um, But that was like the week of the wedding. We had flown in town, so we were spending a lot of time with them. And I just was like, oh, I'm so happy. You're like, I was me. so wrong. I was so wrong. That's,
0: that's huge.
1: I wasn't actually wrong about what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> but I was wrong about his character, for sure. And, because and you haven't my seen friend, that
0: stuff since?
1: He's a little angel from above. <laughs> Dude, that's They so have a crazy. little girl. She's the sweetest, cutest you- little thing. So I, so I want to say this. When someone gives you a, I never told her I have a word from God. Yeah, but a lot of friends will use that. Like I really feel like the Lord's wanting me to check in. You know, like like people will say that they have a word from the Lord or whatever. Anytime someone says something to you that's from God, it should be confirmation and not new information. Like when someone says something to you, it should already confirm something that's in your heart. It's not like me telling that to her. If I had had been right, she would have been like, dang, I knew
0: it. Yeah. Or if she's mature and can take it back to the Lord and he can confirm. Exactly. There is
1: some type of confirmation. He's like, it can't be one person's voice. Against the Holy Spirit's voice. Mm -hmm. Like never. And if she would have allowed my voice in that moment to be louder than the Holy Spirit's voice, it could have made it. It could have. I believe they still would have ended up together, hopefully, because it's obviously what God wanted. It would have happened for sure. But like my whole point is is that she maybe wasn't strong in her faith or didn't listen to the Lord or because I've been a believer for so long was like, oh, well, she must hear God. Like I need to break up with him or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My point is, is that we're not God in our friend's lives. No,
0: totally. I think the other point of this is that when you go to have that conversation with them, you're just going to put the ball in their court and then court and then be like there as a friend to like continue to walk with them. Like don't just like drop the ball in the court and be like, peace, I'm out of here. But be like, this is what I think. I'm still your friend. I'm still with you. I'm still going to go sit. I'm going to still be in your wedding with you. I'm still behind you. I'm still in your corner. I'm still here. And then trusting that like what you brought to them, they're going to hopefully mull over. Hopefully if they're mature, they take it to the Lord. Hopefully those things. I think that is like a great, your story is a great way to tell people like you're not going to have this conversation so that you are validated that you are right. And then that person immediately goes and breaks up with the other person. Exactly. And then we're, everything's all happy because they listened to you and they went and broke up with the other person. You're bringing something to somebody's attention that has a closer view on that person than probably you even do and you're hoping that you're giving them more clarity on something to think through. Exactly. Your so, your job as a good friend would be to support them and love them and be there for them regardless. Because one of two things can happen. It turns out great and you're in their wedding and you love them. Or two, it turns out really bad and they need a friend to fall on and you're still there. And you're still there and you're not there for the I told you so, you're there for like I'm going to help you up. We're going to move forward god is better for your life like i think that's the the posture has to be almost this posture of like here's the problem i'm seeing i'm in this to, to handle it with you yeah not like here's the problem and you're a dummy and you need to handle it right now and if you don't then i can't believe you would stay with them and just dip on them yeah you got to be in it with them if you truly love them enough to have this conversation you truly have this you truly love them enough to stay in it and like fight this with them not fight them But like fight this with them. Yeah. And and fight for your relationship together. Yeah. That's such a great story.
1: I love, I love their cute little family.
0: (laughs) Imagine, can you believe you almost ruined a family? Almost. Homewrecker. (laughs) That's so good.
1: I have, I I think kind of pivoting to if you truly feel like if you're, you feel like you have to say something when your friend is married. I think that that is such a freaking slippery slope that unless. I don't think the question, I don't think the statement would ever be, I don't think you should be with this person. It's just not the same conversation.
0: No, the conversation when you're, someone's married has to be, I think there's some work you guys need to put in, in these areas.
1: This is obviously if there's no abuse. If your friend is like being beaten yeah, or like physically abused or chronically cheated on, yeah, chronically, like that's the person's character and they're not changing or whatever it is like there you can stand up for your friend and be like hey i want to i want you to be able to stand on your two feet and i'm gonna stand next to you and support you like Mm -hmm. you gotta get out of this Mm -hmm. that you know let me can i connect you to a therapist or a counselor that can help you process this like that's a different conversation when you i have said something to a married friend once about hey um y'all been married for a lot of years i thought you and i were really really close and what i just witnessed because you know i left the state and i come back and i get this like broad view of my friends lives now because i'm not with them all the time i was really concerned with like are y'all okay like are you good yeah that was really like it feels like you h-a-t-e hate each other oh wow like, really hard. Like, it was really sad. Like, I got in the car and cried. Wow. Literally cried to Gray. It was like.
0: That's so sad.
1: And um, that was all I could say, though. It can't say, I don't think you should be together. No, yeah. What? Well, I mean, because the episode's called How to Tell Your Friend to Break Up with Someone. Or what is it called? It's
0: called How to Tell Your Friend They're Dating the Wrong Person. Right.
1: So you can't, like, just go up to a married person and be like, I think you married the wrong person.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: Cuz I believe that what if your friend did marry the wrong person? Truly. If your friend married the wrong person, I well, I believe I my opinion is that anything under the blood can be redeemed and can be restored into something that the new plan B is plan A. Yeah. Like, that's the goodness of God. Absolutely. And I think that when Return I think that all w- things for good. Exactly. When you, when your friend, what you feel like is a mistake and ma- you feel like is marrying the wrong person, it is your response. If you are at that wedding, my grandfather made everyone like in the o- audience, whatever. Yeah. What's it called? Audience.
0: King- everyone there
1: at the wedding, wedding attendees,
0: the fans, the fans at
1: my <laughs> wedding. He made everyone, like, nod. Like, you are all witnesses to this covenant. And then he said to my bridesmaids, you are responsible to hold them accountable to make this marriage work. Yeah. And that is truly your job. If
0: you're a Christian, and I'm going to say this to the camera, if you're a Christian, you follow Jesus, you believe in marriage. You believe in people fighting for their marriages. You believe in the prosperity of marriages. Like, you believe in marriage. If you are a Christian, that's, it's not an option. If your friends got married, and there's no chronic abuses like Corny was saying, you believe in that marriage and you help them fight for that marriage. And like Corny said, all things in Christ can be redeemed, they can prosper, and they can be turned for good. So I'd say if your your friend married the wrong person, no, they didn't. They now have a husband, they now have a wife, and it's time to work on that marriage until it is the right person. Yeah. And you put the work in until and you invite Holy Spirit into that thing and and get it right. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have any other like insight into this topic. I think. Do you? Mm. Are we missing anything?
1: I think just really making sure that you. If you have to make a decision, if you tell your friend, I don't think you should be with this person and they don't listen or choose to stay with them. The conversation of not being friends anymore, because again, you're not having this conversation with someone who like you're not really, friend, really best friends with.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah.
1: So if this is one of your best friends and you're having this conversation and it leads to, well, I can't be their friend anymore if they're going to be with them, that conversation has to be about you and it can't be about them. You can't say to the, your friend, well, you chose to do this, so we can't be friends. Yeah. It has to be, I have to have boundaries in my life.
0: What are what are some of the, sorry, continue your thought.
1: I have to have boundaries in my life, and these things kind of upset those boundaries. And so because of that, I'm going to have to put some distance between our relationship because I don't want to, this is making my our friendship unhealthy.
0: Yeah, what are the characteristics, you would say, that are, good grounds to allow somebody like a good friend to see one of their friends in a relationship give them advice that person does not break up with that person what are the grounds for okay I don't think we can be friends anymore because it can't be a selfish intention like oh I told you one thing and you didn't like it and now we're not friends well
1: for me the issue is when this person is hurting someone you care about and the person comes to you for help yeah you are now enabling the pain that someone's putting your friend through.
0: Well, no, my, my question is, is like, when is it okay to leave the friendship then?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. You're, you have to let your friend understand your boundaries and say, I have to put a boundary up that we've had this conversation quite a few times. I'm investing my emotion into your emotional situation and I feel like it's going unheard and I can't keep giving that to you it's depleting me so if we're gonna stay friends and you're gonna stay dating that person I need some space from these types of conversations I can't be the person that you go run to because I don't think you should be with this person yeah and if you keep running to me I will have to put I will have to put a wall up and I don't want to do that I don't want to I don't want to do that to you but I have to protect my emotional health so we can stay friends. I want to stay friends, but you, I can't be that person that you run to because you know how I feel about the relationship. So if you're good to talk to someone else about it, I don't really want to hang out with them, but we can still have our own relationship and that feels genuine to you. We can stay friends. But if it doesn't, again, ask yourself the same question. Now, how do I feel after I leave this conversation? Because if you start to feel about your own friend trying to, trying to put up with, this relationship because you don't want to lose them how are you feeling do you now leave feeling like you just hung out for an hour and you couldn't be your full genuine self because you're trying to dodge the most important conversa- part of someone's life their love life so you can't even have a genuine friendship anymore and that's a problem for you if you can keep a friend around and have conversations that just avoid that topic and that's that fulfills both of you then keep the friendship. But if you can't, if this is one of your best friends and you feel like you can't be genuine with them anymore, then I feel like sometimes that doesn't have to be said. Sometimes it's like, well, I told them I didn't really want to talk about this anymore. So now we just don't talk. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, it reminded me of this verse right here. It's Proverbs 27, nine. It says a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. Mm. And I think that that's like Really good. Wisdom. Obviously, it's out of Proverbs, the book of wisdom to like carry as you go to have these conversations with people. Is this conversation hopefully one that refreshes their soul? And are you operating as a good friend in a way in a good way that is going to refresh this person in their life? Are you going to this conversation because you know there's more for their life? And are you acting out of love, which would give them refreshment for their life? Like I think that's a really good way of going about it too. And then going about it on the opposite end of when you know, like, Hey, I've given the advice. I've been here. I've tried. Now things are going negatively in this relationship and now it's no longer refreshing my soul. That means it's no longer a good friendship. Mm -hmm. And so I think that can be a really good like parameter for you. Good friendship refreshes the soul. So when you go into the conversation, are you refreshing them? Are they refreshing you back? Is it this constant togetherness of like, Oh you're uplifting me and I'm uplifting you. And yes, this conversation was really hard. It was a really hard conversation. But by the end of it, we prayed together, we hugged to, We hugged together. And now we both feel refreshed even after this hard conversation. I think that shows like there was a good heart intention behind this conversation and that both parties took this conversation and they knew that the goal was that I want to see you refreshed like my friend. I want to see you full. I want to see you whole. I want to see you living your greatest life. I want to see you happy. I want to see you full of joy. I want to see you I want to see you living in the fullness of what God has called you to like that's that these conversations have to be out of.
1: yeah, agreed
0: yeah, I think that's a good last thought. What do you think? Yeah, well, thanks for helping me. I knew you'd have a lot of good insight.
1: I talked a lot on this one.
0: I know. My throat hurts, so I didn't really want to talk if I'm being honest with you. So <laughs> thanks for coming on and taking the taking the toll of the combo. You did great. If you guys want to follow Courtney, follow her at Court Acuna on Instagram. Post lots of great content. Also, if you're any sort of content creator or you, like, are looking to get into any sort of content creation space or, like, own a business or marketing or anything like that, you should follow Courtney. She gives great tips, great advice. You could subscribe to her Instagram. You have like a subscription thing, right? Yeah, I do. And you can like get a bunch of tips on how to be successful on platforms or have your clients be successful on social media platforms. Um, Great leadership tips, all that kind of stuff. Um, I text her all the time for help on stuff and she kills it. So, love you thanks for coming on
1: thanks for having me
0: alrighty guys we'll catch you in the next one if this you liked this episode subscribe literally just do it stop making me ask I'm kidding just subscribe everywhere share it with a friend uh, and I'll see you at Yona in two days I got a word for you so you better be there see ya uh-huh.